0: Welcome to Conversations with Sarah. I'm Sarah Redden, creator of the SRTT Self-Care Club. Thank you for joining us today. You can find me on most social media platforms as SRTT Self-Care and if you connect with me on Facebook you can join me in my Facebook group for live recordings. Today I'm joined by Femk Williams from Rosewood Wellbeing uh, and we're going to have a chat about Kind of holistic healing, energy, all sorts of things. Whatever comes up, let's let's see where where we go with things. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Yes, thank you for having me. That's uh, my pleasure. Um, so, for people who don't know you, if you'd like to introduce a little bit about yourself, your business, what it is that you do, and um, then we can have a little chat.
1: Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, hello, everyone. I am Femke. Um, I was born and I grew up in the Netherlands. And um, yeah, had a, had a loving family. Everything kind of um, normal, as they say. Um, you know, no kind of real trauma or negative experiences. Um, loved school. You know, did everything kind of mainstream, and then went to, on to train uh, as a nurse, um, as I wanted to do something in healthcare. Wasn't entirely sure what i wanted to do but you know hands-on stuff helping people in 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 healthcare basically to do with health and well-being and um, so i thought nursing is great because it's like very general from there you can go into any kind of direction as well so see where it's going to take me so i did my nursing training um, and the Great thing about this school was that they gave you the opportunity to go abroad to do one of your internship, one of your experiences. Mm-hmm. So I took the opportunity because I did want a bit more excitement in my life, and always loved traveling and always loved other cultures. So I actually went to Africa and worked in a hospital there for four and a half months. Um, really wonderful with a fellow students. We had a wonderful experience, just really seeing these different cultures and how to make do with with you know, with, with what you have and mm. making it work and just living with the community. And it was fantastic. So when I came back, um, I really wanted to do something with health promotion and health education, maybe something with mother and child clinics, something kind of in that direction. So after my nursing training, I went on to uh, do health promotion and health education at university, still in the Netherlands. And um, again, this university gave the opportunity to go abroad to do an internship wow. and work with like um, um, a health educational program. And so I went to South America this time, uh, and I went on my own. So that was kind of a big thing, really. I was only I was only twenty three. Um, so yeah, that was back in nineteen
0: ninety seven. a fantastic was-
1: opportunity! Oh, absolutely! I worked with uh, this primary healthcare program from um, UNESCO and the World Health Organization. It was called Facts for Life, and I was introducing it within primary schools. Um, and um, yeah really really lovely way of doing things I kind of got creative with the children as well and just really integrating this program um but yes it was also the year when things just changed dramatically for me uh, because there were other things involved over there which was a relationship which was um loss and other kind of trauma kind of mm-hmm. experiences too. um and yeah there was a lot of heartache involved so when i came back to the Netherlands, I had quite a few uh, tough decisions to make, you know, to decide what am I going to do? Am Mm. I going to go back there? Are we going to make this work? And there were just so many different things involved and different culture as well. And we just decided that it wasn't going to work. So I had to to leave that and obviously stayed in the Netherlands, um, finished my um, education in health sciences um, and health promotion and um, ended up in clinical trial research. So that was a whole kind of different um, direction. Um, And I didn't feel entirely happy there because I wanted to work in the field and I wanted to really do the hands-on work with people um, in in health and well-being. So the year after I decided, right, you know, I am where I am, I'm doing a job, I'm earning good money, but something doesn't feel right here. It's not where I wanna be so what do i want <laughs> so that, you know that's when you have this this thing if you're feeling you know you're not right inside your own body mm. you know yeah. you can you can talk about these experiences and all this stuff that happened yeah and you know and you move on but i felt that there was something there still in my in my energy body i suppose it's not i could I, there was something i wasn't releasing you know and i was like i need to choose a different way of getting rid of all this electrical charge that's there yeah. that isn't making me feel that it's causing me all these unexplained um aches and pains and emotions and what's going on here so i ended up going on a holiday to scotland with a friend because i just wanted to be in nature so i chose nature as a way of really reconnecting with yeah. myself with the environment um and just helping to release all of this stuff that was churning there inside of me. And I didn't know what to do with. So anyway, great experience, lovely holiday, backpacking, up in the mountains, walking. (laughs) And then, of course, it happened. I met someone else. (laughs) So, um, yeah, met someone while walking up Ben Nevis. Um, We were both, obviously, hill-walking at the time. Mm. And um, this man um kind of made me decide that I was gonna move to Scotland oh so wow how, I know <laughs> a big change thing, a very big change again I mean my parents were like what now you know because obviously I'd had all of this stuff going on in South America then I'd had a year of just you know well feeling more or less depressed at the point mm. with what everything was happening in my life so then I went to Scotland I came back and I said oh I've met someone and um yeah, we're gonna see if we can make it work. <laughs> so moved away, moved to Scotland. Um, five months later, with this man, um, to be with him and his two children. He had two young children. They were only three and five at the time. Mm. And uh, yeah, so so gonna see if we can make that work. So went back into nursing. Then went back into clinical trial research as well. Again, working there, it didn't really sit right with me. Um just because i wanted to work with more natural therapies i wanted Mm. to work with prevention you know helping people before they get ill or intercept a cycle of illness and disease so that they don't end up at a stage where it's really difficult to come back from you know so and working in clinical trial research and working in nursing and just a lot to do with just pushing out the tablets, not having time to really listen to anyone. I couldn't see the whole person because I just didn't have time. Mm. So I felt kind of trapped a little bit in that system, you know, of of healthcare and 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 yeah, the pharmaceutical industry and 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 where we were going with that. Um, so I ended up being feeling kind of burnt out with it as well. Um, meanwhile, I had two children of my own as well with. With, got married and had two yes, children yeah. of, of our own as well and um yeah so again i was like where do i go from here this is not where i want to be it just doesn't feel right i need to step away from this really well-paid job mm-hmm. i was in executive management but it was draining me i was not feeling the you know the positive benefits as such in
0: being paid a lot of money but I wasn't happy yeah so what helped happy. you make that step then when you you've done all this training all this traveling all this kind of real um experience and um yeah. like you're saying you had a good job in the industry that you really wanted to be in but you have this real sense of stuff not kind of being I, I guess fulfilling is the word that yeah. I, I'm sat with and it just not feeling aligned with where you really wanted to be what what happened? Where? How did you take that step and 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 change what you were what you were doing? Yeah, to where you are yeah. now. So um, I suppose when I when I had my first child, I was made
1: redundant in a job um, in clinical trial research. Um, then tried to get on and had kind of jobs here, there, and everywhere. Then ended up going back into nursing, but still not feeling like you say fulfilled. It wasn't really aligned with. i wanted to be basically because i couldn't actually help people in the way that i wanted to help them Mm. and i knew that i wanted to look more at um natural therapies um you know working with with energy as well um i just kind of felt really drawn to that um and um when my kids were both school going i decided to take up on a reflexology course Okay. so I had a bit more time you know I was still working shifts and stuff um but um yeah I took up on this course learned all these kind of wonderful things about the chakras and our chakra system and how we are connected to everything around us and how we can enhance our own body's healing ability you know and I thought wow why didn't I know about all of this before <laughs> and yeah so that brought me on to really kind of tapping into that that spirituality I suppose Mm -hmm. you know really opening up to um seeing that energy world around us and how it can help us to raise our vibration so I went on to train in Reiki so I could you know work on myself as well for my self-healing and then to kind of um work with with others as well to help them raise that vibration, feel lighter, feel more able to kind of, um, you know, have, have a clearer picture of what's going on in their life mm. and where they may need to change things, just as I had done it over the years. And I just wanted to pass that on um, to people and just added on modality after modality after modality, because, of course, mm, I was interested in I hear in that. <laughs> So I think for a while, I ran my business as a hobby because mm-hmm. I obviously had a full household. I had young children at home. I had, you know, to put the dinner on the table. Family was my priority still. I was working as a nurse. I was trying to run my own business. So again, that was a bit like too much, you know, so something had to give. So I gave up my nursing job and decided to really focus on making this business work to really help people, you know, develop um, their, well, their spirituality, their emotional kind of um, health as well, to mm. really process, integrate their experiences, because I thought that's what I was doing, um, yeah. you know, for
0: myself as well, so yeah, that's, that's so kind we- of... So we've got this medical model background and then you've discovered like all the, the energy healing and I, I mean I love Reiki and all of the kind of energy healing type stuff. Um, how was it for you kind of making that transition from the medical background of things being very kind of fact figure-y to mm-hmm. the energy world that let's be fair for most of us that work in it we're still a bit like oh okay that was an interesting experience how how did yeah. you bridge that how did you personally bridge that gap
1: okay so yeah you're right when I came out of the, the stepped away from the medical side of things and don't get me wrong because because we need the best of both worlds we you also need me. obviously healthcare. Um, you know, and um, there's so much more we can do now in helping mm. people recover from, from certain illnesses where yeah. sometimes medication is needed and sometimes...
0: Yeah. And Reiki others- now is, is being offered, isn't it, in some areas on the mm. NHS? Like, it is more accepted and, and understood by the traditional m- medical stuff, but I know like, exactly. many of us, many yeah. people yeah. still feel like, oh, it's a bit, what?
1: <laughs> yeah 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 and i mean they offer obviously they have their own kind of people that they can so they can refer people to therapy sometimes refer them to complementary therapies as well but like you say yes it is happening more and more so this gap is really kind of overbridged now and that's that's really what i wanted to achieve as well so i'm still quite connected actually with people in healthcare as well so that we do the best of both worlds um you know, because it, it, it's, you have to also, of course, look at the physical. Our physical body is as important as our energy and our emotional body. Um, and it all needs to work in harmony.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but often we see that if we have these physical symptoms, that they are actually manifested in the energy body, in our mm-hmm. emotional kind of, um, th- that link is there between the physical and the emotional. Mm. and I think that's what a lot more people are starting to see as well um but you people know,
0: who won't understand what you mean when you say energy body can you try and explain that I know that's a big question but can you try and explain it like easily for people who may not have heard that <laughs> kind of phrase yeah. before so I guess the way I see it is we have we have
1: our sub- subconscious and our conscious mind I think our conscious mind is more about, you know, our mental processes really, how we, our thoughts um, and um, our beliefs. And our uh, subconscious mind is actually our energy body. As I see it, it's actually our, our body, basically. Because whatever we have ever experienced, heard, felt, seen, touched, smelt, you know, um, seen, um, it's 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 all kind of stored somewhere all of those experiences good and bad they, yeah. they are stored somewhere yeah. and i feel that they are stored in our energy body so this is where we have the feeling memory so we have certain memories that we can you know talk about we can think about um uh, and explain other things are seemingly unexplained because they're causing these aches and pains, these unexplained emotions. Mm-hmm. And that's these things that sit like as an electrical charge in our energy body. And that's to do with our chakra system, you know, our seven main energy centers that we can work with. We have many more energy yeah. centers. Um, but those the, the main seven ones are kind of the ones that we can easily access as mm-hmm. well. Um, you know you have all these points on uh, our meridian sour <laughs> okay i'm gonna make it too complicated yeah yeah it, i mean it's
0: fine because i know what you're talking about but yeah it's and it's
1: um yeah people can aura. look it up if they want yeah. to yeah yeah it's our aura as well so we can connect to to the energies outside of us to the energies within us so that's kind of through our chakra system and through the through the aura
0: yeah so yeah and, that, and I think that's it. It's like accepting that because, again, there's um like science shows us these things, doesn't it? It's we, But it's not just – like we use the word woo here um, and we use it as a positive, but I know some people use it as kind of a negative. So these things can be seen as woo and a bit kind of out there, but we, a lot of this stuff is now being proven by science. So it's, it's so yeah. interesting, um, like how – these things are all coming together for people to to know that actually like you say we hold these things in our body and yeah. it, our energy is impacted by our experience and our thought and all of this stuff and it it can be healed in a different way.
1: Yeah yeah so what I found is well you know when I went to Scotland and I did the hill walking and I just had my backpack and some big shoes and I was like you know don't really want anything else, don't want to have anything to do with anyone else, I'm here with my friend. we're talking things through, you know, the wind through my hair, just kind of being with nature. And I guess that's what kind of helped me to really release some, some stuff, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you know what I mean. Like an animal, you know, if an animal has a dramatic experience, they kind of are startled they are upset for a little bit and then they shake it off Mm. (laughs) so it's like released through the body you shake it off and i thought this is this is what i need because i went into meditation as well and i thought I can't sit for half an hour i need movement i need to be creative i need to find different ways Mm. of getting rid of this this excess energy this um stuff that i'm not quite sure about, why it's causing me to feel this way. Um, And I kind of then was introduced to Chakra Dance as well. I don't know if you've heard of Chakra
0: Dance. I I was particularly interested in that part of the work that you do, uh, because it fits so beautifully with the things that I like. I've been doing a lot of kind of mindful movement, um, so I only know what I peaked on your socials, so please do tell me more.
1: Yeah, so so basically, once I started to really get to grips with, like, you know, working with energy, I did my Reiki, and then things just kind of, I felt a lot more aligned with that kind of work. Yeah. So you feel a lot more happier in yourself, then opportunities just start to kind of come out of the woods, <laughs> don't yeah. they? So yeah. there were all sorts of things coming. And then it's obviously to you to decide what you're going to do, which direction you're going to go in. But chakra dance was one of the things that was there um, quite early on. And I was so intrigued and I thought I need to find out more about this. Um, and I did a discovery course and I thought, yes, this is amazing. It still took me years to actually take on the training because it was quite expensive and I had to justify
0: to be able to add this on to surface. <laughs> um, i mean but- that's the rabbit hole i went down once i saw it on yours i was like this this kind of ticks a few boxes for me this this is where i'm looking at kind of being able to add into just my life but you know, it's, it's yeah, cosmetic,
1: yeah. And I, and I thought, yeah so i thought this is a wonderful way for me to bring that kind of the meditation element Mm -hmm. together with gentle movement so really the embodiment um you know releasing our kind of stagnant energies uh, in a really gentle way because sometimes I found as well because I did some coaching and stuff for myself as well um and I was talking about things and then you would relive this whole thing and it was really traumatic and you know I just felt like I'd been hit by a truck afterwards you know and I was like I just don't know what to do with myself now you know and then yes you would work on yourself talking things through is great but I believe that we also need to we need to embody (laughs) our experiences you
0: know. I completely agree with you Uh, and I know you talk about Embodied healing. So again, that's terminology that not everybody's gonna know. So do you want to explain from your perspective what you mean by embodied healing and, and embodying?
1: Yeah. So the embodied healing is more about going past the mental processing
0: alone. Um, you know,
1: past the just talking things over and over, but really kind of looking at what other things um, can I do to help me feel better because mm. it's all about them being in the moment and doing things what will help me right now instead yes. of keep going back there you know and yes you're trying to get some clarification but really the power is in the present moment to quote mm. um a louise hay um quote um the power is always in the present moment what's happening right now that's what you can work with And that's what I found so intriguing. And that's why I thought this embodied healing, this is is about looking, where do I feel it? Where does it sit? You know? Yeah. And I guess it's about then finding a message because your body has a message for you. It's constantly communicating with us. So actually we do know our answers. We just need to really open up to that. So go past that mental processing. Come out of our heads come into our bodies because there's a lot of wisdom there because that's where we hold on to all of this stuff
0: yeah our brain lies to us about all of these things and we kind of attach all of this meaning to everything and we tell ourselves stories about stuff and i mean my background is i am a therapeutic counselor my background is talking therapy but i've shifted how i i work in a similar but different way to you um and it's that thing isn't it we if we actually feel our emotion instead of thinking about what we think our emotion is (laughs) or what the story we're telling ourselves it's a completely different experience it's a completely different energetic experience and then using whatever thing you can shift it in a different way because I completely agree with you our body our body talks to us our symptoms communicate to us our needs, yeah. and it might not be that I need to um, stretch. It might be that I need to stop being in this toxic situation, or I need yeah. to voice my opinion. Or um, I mean, this exactly. is how I yeah. approach it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. so yeah. interesting.
1: I, I, I feel exactly the same way about that. And because the thing is, I was just getting really angry and frustrated because all of these symptoms. I just just go away why is this happening to me what is this you know you get just angry you're trying to analyze it and interpret it but really the answers are just not there in your head Mm -hmm. right because you're trying to analyze and interpret you've been conditioned to believe it must have to do with this it must because that's you know we grew up in that way our parents just said it's it's probably this, probably that, but, you know, it, this is unique to you. So what's going on for you? And when you really then come out of your head and just find that stillness, you know, that calm within you, that's where we can find the answers. So what's this shoulder pain actually trying to tell me? You know, what does it mean? Maybe that I'm taking on too much responsibilities, that yeah. I'm not setting healthy boundaries, you know? That uh, you know that your heart is, is, is hurt because you're not um in, in, in a relationship where you feel your needs are being met. Mm. You know, you can't express yourself, your throat chakra is blocked. It's just these kind of things that really, when you tap into these energies, that's when you can get into that. And to come back to chakra dance, that is a really lovely and gentle and joyful way of doing this. So it's not like oh, sudden it's like you know some people have like yes emotional reactions of course when we dance up stuff you know because when we move we create more flow as well so it's this exercise element to it that helps us to move our chakras and change our lives dance by dance really it's obviously not going to be a quick fix i guess all of these things are never like a quick fix and a lot of people are looking for a quick fix aren't they
0: yeah, yeah but it's not about well, for me it's not about quick fixes I and mean, we can kind of put we, we can solve things let me think how I want to word it we can make change really quickly we can shift things really quickly yes. I believe like we can impact our mindset and and it, there can there can be a moment where it's just like that but often yeah. it's steps of work that get you to that just like that moment. Um, and the, the more you do it, the quicker the change then comes. Um, and I yeah. think about my own story. There's, there's stuff that has taken me years to kind of really get. But now when something happens, I'm a bit like, oh, OK, I get what's going on here. I can you know, notice it because it's it's become a practice. And yeah. it, but it, it's it's the practice that makes the quick shift happen is the bit that takes the time isn't it I don't even know if that's making sense like it's with anything like learning to drive once you can drive you react and do things quickly but it takes time to learn the skills that you need to be able to drive to be a competent kind of reactive driver hopefully that helps explain what I'm saying
1: yeah Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do get um what you mean. It's like that um that unconscious competence to window, or what's it called? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and um yeah, that that is how it works. It's it's a process. And I I think we're I mean life it basically is just a is a journey, isn't it? It's it's just once you open up to um, you yeah. know. Taking more responsibility for your own health and well-being, and I think that's what's happening. That shift is happening. A lot of more people are, are a lot more people are moving away from um, um, just kind of going to your doctor and getting some medication for your pain. You know, people are now more looking to to see what's actually going on here and what is it to do with and what can I maybe change myself and this is why people come to the coaching as well and um, I trained as a well-being coach over lockdown Mm. so that was just another thing I wanted to add to my bow and uh, then I could work online with people as well and that's working well you can you can still get the same effect you can still work with energies through Zoom, you know, online as well, it still works yeah. uh, from a distance. Um, but the coaching element has really, really helped, um, yeah, to, to, to kind of give people a bit of a framework, you know, to work mm. with. So I'm focusing on the physical and the emotional mainly, and also on uh, uh, recovering from fatigue, because also in lockdown, I went on to specialize um, as a fatigue recovery specialist. Yeah. Because I realised that's actually what happened to me when I was at these first stages, you know, of burnout. Yeah. I was was actually, I didn't even realise then that it was burnout, but those were the first stages, and if I hadn't intercepted it... know through i could suppose my inner knowing because i you know have have an open mind and an open heart in that so i did look for all of that self-help but if you don't intercept that cycle of burnout and just push through and get many more symptoms you can't relax anymore you're feeling constantly exhausted you know you're not happy in yourself you get irritable bowel syndrome you get all sorts of other aches and pains you
0: know and and it's just when that
1: happens are all little
0: red flags aren't they oh yeah I mean I completely burnt out I've had to I've had to do I was practically bedridden I've had to work really hard on recovering that's why my business is all about self-care because like you don't want people to you don't want people to experience what you've experienced so if if your journey your knowledge your learnings can help just one person not be in the same place that I was like for me that's I'm on I'm winning at life if I can support people in that way. And it is that, you know, we've we've kind of gone down the road. So we can go, oh hey, this is some of the signposts to look out for, and I can help you get back on the on a, a path to to health and to kind of you know where where you want to be going as opposed to where you feel like you should be going, because society very much rewards there's an expectation that we're all busy and we're all doing. All the stuff we don't want to do and things that yeah. we we have to do to survive life, um, and and doing things that actually fill us up and give us joy and nourish us and and nurture awesome. us is seen almost as a luxury. And um, I think it needs voices like ours, kind of going, uh, no, this is like fundamental. These things you are required for life to allow you to do the stuff that you don't necessarily want to do but need to do but like you need yeah. to be you, you the stuff that fills you up is the stuff that life's about really yes
1: yes absolutely and then this is why And when I realized I was going the burnout route um or, well, I didn't realize it then, but I know now, but it's, uh, you know... looking back, <laughs> and I thought, yes, that's that phase one, there's these different phases to it as well, and I thought, mm. oh my god, when I look back, I thought, my mum, actually, she was chronically exhausted, you know, and she did go to the doctor, she went to the rheumatologist, and she got, you know, she did get prescribed medication, but she didn't want to take it, mm. she was always in pain, you know, she was just, she had, probably had fibromyalgia, as well, mm. When I think back, I know all these symptoms now. I know how it's linked to different things in life. And I can now see it. Mm. But at the time, it wasn't diagnosed. And so she just kind of pushed through and, and you know, uh, now I'm thinking, I just want to make sure that I help these people where you see this kind of pattern mm. and to help them to break through, you yeah. know, so that they don't end up
0: um, being exhausted and in pain. Yeah. So how do you help people? So people that are listening that kind of resonate with you and think, oh, yeah, this sounds like someone I want to get in touch with. How do you who do you help? How do you help them? okay so i've kind of yes over lockdown again as well i suppose i niched down
1: because i realized this is my passion this is this is the i want to work with women um who are going through these kind of similar things so so women who are feeling burnt out um soul searching you know not exactly knowing anxiously trying to find out what is it that i actually want so helping them to find their sole purpose really helping them to get back in touch with self um and yeah so the focus is really on the physical and the emotional because of course our physical body gets depleted doesn't it mm-hmm. and as our physical body is depleted we can't think straight and we can't even begin to work on the emotional so we do have to look at both and so when people come onto a, a coaching program with myself and with the chrysalis effect which is actually um, a a recovery program. It's a nine month program that people can get onto online, work at their own pace, very affordable. And alongside Mm -hmm. that, they can receive the specialist coaching. And this Proven Recovery Programme is helping people to actually recover from this emotional, um burnout and uh fibromyalgia and ME chronic fatigue syndrome mm. people coming out the other end mm. so the way that I work with people is more in that creative way it's all kind of it's Reiki based as well so I work a lot with energy with tapping EFT tapping yeah um, as part of their of their program um and uh, also I run workshops so I have the chakra dance workshops and I have also creative workshops so people can um, get more in tap into the intuitive side as well. Mm. All about getting back in touch with ourselves, with our bodies, with what's really going on here. Um, but yeah, within, within the team, we work closely with um, other specialists as well. So there's nutrition, there's bereavement, there's other kinds of things that we can refer people to so that they have this whole team available to them. Mm. instead of having to be on a waiting list before they can be seen Mm. so that's a wonderful kind of add-on you have everything in one place Um, but yeah for me the way that I work with people is really to help them to harness their health I can explain to them with a nursing background that I have as well you know I can explain to them this domino effect that's happening in their body you know it's like one thing affects another And it gets worse and worse if we don't intercept it, and our body gets so depleted, you know, that it becomes almost impossible to come back from it. Like yourself, you say you were bed bound, um, and then to come back from that, that that's it's it's a journey.
0: But yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. (laughs) Um,
0: And it's it it is like we talked before; it's holistic. It's the whole thing. So it is looking at like your emotions, your your body, your nutrition, the like everything like I've completely changed my life with my learning and applying it to myself as a client and kind of yeah. have changed everything that I do and when you're at that stage of like when you've got diagnosis and for me and I've shared this many times um, I was told this is your diagnosis this is life now accept it um exactly. and, it, and, and it's like oh okay all right that's it and if you don't know that there's other stuff yeah then of course you're going to just accept that because a medic a medical person who is a professional who we trust is telling you this is reality um yeah but you know from your clients i know from my clients and my own experience your own experience like this is not necessarily true like you can yeah. make difference to your life but you need to make yeah. some changes to make it different exactly
1: yeah yeah so you refuse to accept the diagnosis and you're going to do this external search and trying to look into all these things that you could possibly do then you end up with your internal search you know knowing that you can change things within um and all of this combined yeah is going to help you to to you know stop having these relapses and come out the other end you yeah. have to put self-care in place you look at your own healthy boundaries it's all this stuff learning to say no you yeah. know it's, it's,
0: it's, yeah. yeah all of this stuff um that we all know about <laughs> we do and obviously. we do and we do all know about it but we're also told like like we know it but we're also told in some conditioning that that you kind of can't have it (laughs) like because you need to do all of these things um and then mm, like let's so so there can be it can be really conflicting um so it's it's very much I love that there's so many people so many women now sort of going hey yeah we're not about this life anymore let's make it different and and we're supporting other women to kind of you know walk that path as well and come on that journey with us and be able to make change because it's when there's so much power in that community and once we we're seeing other people healing from these experiences and we can take what works for us like you know them and and, because you you know my journey my the stuff that helps say that again sorry sorry i said yeah because we're all still unique so what yeah. works for one may not work
1: as well for another so we no. need to look at different ways of, <laughs> of, of approaching our
0: own health yes definitely yeah. and it, it's taken that power isn't it? And just being like curious about what's going on for you and being able to get, grab all these resources and be like yes i'm gonna give that a go i'm gonna give that a go i'm gonna give that a go and kind of for me it's very much about being playful with it and and yeah finding the joy in what you're doing and it and it makes such a difference um and I love like like the dance and the stuff that you're talking about and like the creativity I think it, it really does make a difference to the people that we work with
1: it really does I mean it helps us to well it helps us also to develop confidence it's um it can help you to be more kind of um Uh, problem-solving attitude you know because you get more into your flow you feel more aligned Mm -hmm. um with 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 where you want to be where you want to go you know and I guess one of the mission my mission is to to get that awareness out there like you say if more people know about it and that there is other options other ways of of uh, of healing and and doing things then um then that's what we need to put out there. And the shift, you can see that shift is happening, which is very exciting. Um, You know, the NHS is also working together with these kind of programs and hoping to kind of integrate them so that people can be referred straight to these programs to help them recover. So it's exciting stuff, it's all happening, but yeah, it will take time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it does. Um, and talking of time, <laughs> it does feel like we yeah, probably that's... are at. That was a good segue there. It probably does feel like we are at time, if not run over. So if this feels okay, we'll bring it to a close now. Um, and I, and I feel like you've probably said everything that you wanted to say, but is there anything else that you wanted to leave people with today? because uh, I feel like you just ended perfectly with what you wanted people to know, but just in case there's anything more you wanted to add. <laughs> yeah i suppose i could finish with a quote it's a roomy quote um and it it says
1: stop searching here and there the jewels are inside
0: you perfect (laughs) <laughs> I lo- no i love it and i completely agree with you i think i truly believe we all have our answers inside we just might have forgotten how to listen to it so. well,
1: you don't know what you don't know and this um, is where we come in to help people to kind of tap back into all of that yeah. wisdom and knowledge yeah. that we hold ourselves
0: so yeah thank you so much for coming and speaking with me thank you so much for having me Thank you. And thank you to those that have listened. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back next week with a new guest. Until then, stay curious and be kind to yourself.